Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Yeah! Yeah! ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Carmen and you're kicking off a brand new week where the Bears come out of by hosting the Lions in week 14. Lions had an interesting game yesterday. Great start. <laughs> Almost gave it away. They hold on for their ninth win atop the NFC North and the number three seed in the NFC as of right now. I'm a little lonely in the studio. I'm not going to lie. The big man is not here. Uh, after Yurko's uh, ridiculous takes of last Thursday where he declared Justin Fields and Matty Rufus are going to be back, they told him not to come back to work. Of course I kid. He's stuck uh, in Florida. Not a bad place to be stuck. I do have my good friends Black and Abdallah here. I think you guys Hello. should ask for a comp day because uh, they're doing like two shows for huh. the price of one. I'll float that when we go upstairs. Yeah. I'll ask for Good the comp day that, for you. Thank you. I, I tried in the meeting. I told Danny Zetterman, you got to pay these guys extra. That'd be nice. And Danny's like, whoa, what? What extra? Were you worried? He goes, I think it was you worry about your show. Well, I said, I'm worried about my guys. Because uh, Danny's response on that, we I woke up this morning. Uh, it was about 7, a little bit before 7. I look at my phone and I see... A text message from Yurko to me and Danny, three in the morning. And I'm like, oh, God, what is this about? And he was already talking about how his flight was pushed back and it's delayed. He doesn't know when he's going to get in. And Zetterman's, you guys will love Zetterman's response. Zetterman's response was, don't worry, Black and Abdallah will be there with him. Now we're definitely That's what getting I was trying to get you now guys. No, no. See, this is this is the piece of well, that's the piece of audio. Friday off. That, that we'll just uh, we'll just replay the audio of, just, of Carmen right there for us it. when we need it later. Yeah. See, we'll just we'll just hold that for a later date and time. I am demanding an extra comp day for my guys. Uh, they are Black and Abdallah will be on doing their own show tonight, six to eight after Waddle and Meller. You know, it's it's thin around here right now. Yurko is gone. Uh, well, Sylvie's gone in Mexico all week. So, uh, yeah, I, I Danny's... know this move, though. I used to kind of pull this move, right? Like, Wait, the Yurko move? Where... Yeah, like this. So, like, back in the, you know, like, you wanted to get out of sick. You got to get out of school and fake sick, mm. right? My move was to always wake up. Like, I'd set an alarm in the middle of the night, right around 3 in the morning. And I'd go into my parents' room, and I'd wake my mom and be like, Mom, I don't feel good. I just threw up. And she's in this daze because she's half asleep, and she's like, it's okay. Don't, you don't have to go to school. Wow. And I'll be like, cool. And then she'd come in and wake me up and be like, I don't know if you told me in the middle of the night. I, I didn't have to go. And then she'd be like, oh, yeah, that's right. I did. And then i get out of school. That's a good Ferris Bueller move right there. I Absolutely. mean, that takes some thought and some planning. A, and so this, he sets an alarm for 3 o'clock in the morning. You could be right. Sends the text message, guys, fog. Not going to make it. Like, what if he already changed his flight and this was a big ruse? You're mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. He goes, you know what? F them. I'm staying another day in Florida. Yeah. What I'll do is at 3 in the morning, I'll pretend like I was getting up for my 7 o'clock flight. Mm -hmm. And I found out, oh, there's fog. What am I going to do? Guys, eh. I might not make it. But meantime, yesterday, he booked... Uh, he rebooked his flight for 5 p.m. tonight. Yeah. That could have been. That's a strong move, Abdallah. You might be right about that. Well, Yurko's not here. I'm still going to do my best to keep you company. Black and Abdallah are here. It's Abdallah's birthday, by the way. So if you call today, wish him a happy birthday. The Thank big 
Well, for show purposes, Chris and I need to still stay the young guns, so we're 34. Okay, 34. 34. Plus five. Yeah. Wow. This is in Dallas last year in his thirties. It's crazy. These guys aren't so young anymore. You. What happens? You're right. We better start to. We got to keep this ruse going. They're like, wait. I thought they were the young guys. He's forty. Like he's an old man. Uh, happy. It's birthday. all about the mindset. Carl. I yeah, guess. Yeah. It's how you feel. You guys are I young at heart. Fifty-seven. This is pretty good. I know, right? It's like I can't get over it. Uh, we'll carry Matt Eberflus's press conference in an hour. We will have our players of the weekend. We'll discuss that a little bit later on. We'll talk lots of football. Uh, there was some other stuff sprinkled in the weekend. Another Bulls win without Zach Levine. Plus, a, I think it was, was it Casey Johnson that I read? Was it his tweet? I think it was that had mentioned there's basically no market at this point for Zach Levine as the Bulls look to trade him. But maybe we'll get it. Was that Casey? That Adrian Wojnarowski said it on Friday well, maybe that's on what NBA it was. TV. That's yeah. what it was. Thank you, Chris. On uh, NBA Today, he said it to uh, Malika Andrews. That there's just no market. There's no market for Zach Levine. We'll see if we get to that. Maybe we will. We want to talk a lot of football, though, first and foremost. It was an interesting weekend in the NFL, even though there were a lot of sort of boring games on the slate. The game we thought was going to be the best, I wouldn't say materialized into being a great football game, but damn, the San Francisco 49ers do look great when they are all healthy. I heard Peter Schrager this morning on Good Morning Football mention this stat, and when I heard it, I was like, wow, but I, and then you start thinking about it, you're like, I guess it's right. When Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, and Debo Samuel are on the field together, the San Francisco 49ers are 16-0. and 0. When McCaffrey, Debo, and Brock Purdy play and finish a game, they are 16-0, and 0, gentlemen. When Trent Williams plays their... I mean, like, let's face it, the two most important players on that offense, and you might think this is crazy because Christian McCaffrey's got, I don't know how many touchdowns at this point, is like 18-1 to 1 to be the MVP or 20-1 to 1 to be the MVP. The two most important players on that offense, uh, outside of the quarterback, the quarterback matters, are Trent Williams and Debo Samuel. I was arguing with my 11-year-old son during that game last night. And you know, it's not easy, guys, arguing with an 11-year-old. Especially, well, I guess we all think we know it all, especially us in this business. But boy, oh boy, is he always right. I'll tell you why LeBron's better than Michael. I'm like, you, you can't begin to tell me why LeBron is better than Michael. I said, first of all, it's not true. But do you ever argue with an 11-year-old, guys? Yeah, 6 to hey. 8 every night. <laughs> Carm? Oh, trust yeah. me. He's going to be yeah. arguing with, yeah. a, with an 11-year-old tonight. We have very differing opinions uh, uh-huh. about Florida State and Alabama. <laughs> uh, this yeah. is going to be good. Well, we're going to bring that up on this show, too. Yeah, so Black's right. He knows what it's like. Arguing with an 11-year-old <laughs> is impossible. And I'm arguing with Gio last night. Uh, you know, is, And again, he really only watches games like in drips and drabs. It's like five-minute little intervals is all he gets, you know, and he happened to be sitting there with me watching when Christian McCaffrey scored, and it's how great McCaffrey is in this. I'm like, yeah, he is. I'm like, he's great, but, you know, Debo's more important in that offense. No, he's not. Like, well, he actually, yeah, he is. I'm like, no, he's not. I said, if you asked every defensive coordinator and coach in this league who they would stay up at night, who keeps them up at night more? If they were going to answer honestly, every one of them would tell you Debo Samuel is the guy they worry about more then Christian McCaffrey. That's not to take anything away from Christian McCaffrey. Then he saw uh, the long run at the end to uh, that game was already well sealed. But then he watched, uh, he happened to catch Debo Samuel's touchdown run. And he goes, yeah, you know what, Dad, you might be right. Debo could be better. And I'm like, listen, 
don't, don't you mess with the bull, young man, you're going to get the horns. All right. I'm like, just trust me. Debo's better. But that stat is incredible. And when Debo's healthy and when Purdy's playing, and of course we know McCaffrey's important to what they do too, from a scheme standpoint and a personnel standpoint, if that team is healthiest, I'm not sure there's anybody in the NFC that's better than the San Francisco 49ers. I think they wanted to go and improve that after losing the NFC title game when they lost their quarterback early in the game last, uh, you know, earlier this year back in January. I think they wanted to go in and prove a point. Their first two drives were crummy, but their defense forced two field goals, and then from that third drive on, it was clear who the dominant team was. And while the line went it open last week, you're like, wow, look at the Eagles getting three at 10 and one first team since 1970 to have its starting quarterback as a as a home dog of three or more at 10 or one and better. But the minute you started diving into the game, you kind of realized, man, San Fran does look to be the better team on paper. They might have a little bit more to prove. And the Eagles are gettable right now. That defense continues to get shredded. The numbers would have looked a lot worse if the Chiefs receivers could hold on to the football. That continues to be a problem for the Kansas City Chiefs. Not only can they not hold on to the football, they're just bad. And that was on full display last night. So three weeks ago in Kansas City, if Mahomes' receivers hold on to the ball, that game looks a lot different and finishes a lot different for the Eagles. They probably should have lost. Josh Allen and the Bills had over 500 yards of offense last week. Probably should have won. I know they didn't. Somehow the Eagles found a way to... Snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. Okay, Bills lose, even though they had over 500 yards of offense. The last couple of weeks, they've given up 1,000 yards of offense, practically. And they look gettable right now. Their secondary looks gettable right now. They look a little bit vulnerable and susceptible. And I think the Niners go on the road and do make a little bit of a statement with that kind of convincing victory. There was drama in that game. I'm not sure how a player gets thrown out after a member of the opposing, I, I, I'll barely say team, Big Dom is not a member of the team. He's a member of the organization. Giving Italian-Americans everywhere a bad name, too, with the, you know, the hat and the Big Dom and going to go have a chicken cutlet a hoagie sandwich afterwards. You know. I feel like it's the All opposite. All the stereotypes. I, no, I mean, terrible. listen, you needed you need someone in a fight. You're calling Big Dom. I, I, but I, am I? The I'm calling Big Dom. The first person I'm texting is Big Dom. I, I, Big I, Dom. He seemed he, like a gamer. And he does like the I town. think he's, he, he's down. He's, like, he's ready for it. I don't know, man. Whose car are we taking? That's what Dom tells you. <laughs> Whose car are we taking? Like in the town? Yeah. I think I want Jeremy Renner over Big Dom. That's just me. I think Jeremy Renner's got a little bit more crazy in him. I mean, I don't understand how a player gets tossed when, again, not a guy in the other team. Some big, fat security personnel men who probably shouldn't be anywhere near that sideline. Any, like, what is Big Dom doing there? Securing the area. Is he afraid that a sniper has like Nick Sirianni in his sights, and he's that's securing why securing the area? So cl- is he a Secret Service agent? He's securing the area. Securing what area? Don't worry They're about on. it. I am worried about no, it. No, of I, all people, I, I, you I should know. know. Don't ask questions. I want to know what Big Dom, whatever. This, this, what's his last name? De Sirico. What Pizano. is it? <laughs> I want to know what Big Dom is even doing anywhere near an NFL sideline. And then he put his hands on Dre Greenlaw. Who would you rather How have on your Dre sidelines? Dre Greenlaw getting tossed from that game. Who would you rather have on your sidelines, Big Dom or Connor Stallions? 
That's a great question. Big dumb. All right, let's. I'm going to put that on the Twitter poll. How about Tauscher last week? Goes. Why do you guys call it a web poll? That like, was great. That was I heard that. It hasn't been a web poll in a decade. He goes. What's a he goes. What's a web poll? It hasn't why do you guys been call a, it a, web, a poll? web poll since we used to do love children. Right, I'm going to put up right now on the. It's going on my Twitter timeline at Carmen DeFalco. I'm going to tag you guys in it. That's when we get to break. That's going to go up. Who would you rather have on your sideline? Connor Stallions or Big Dom? That's a great question. Why didn't you tell me that 20 minutes ago? We could have had it right at the start of the I show. I just thought that. of it. That's I'm great, off the cuff, man. I don't know what's going on today. That, that's a great, that's a great. And then we're going to have to figure out what the Big Dom uh, hero sandwich looks like at every Italian deli in Philadelphia today. Every single one of them. Let's start calling Italian delis on the air, guys. <laughs> they don't know let's, what's going on. Let's ask them. No, we'll call, we'll call Philly deli. Like, find a random Philly deli in the yellow pages. There's another antiquated reference. Find one, Adam, and we'll just call and be like, hey, do you guys, do you have a Big Dom special? Let's see what they're doing. Because they're doesn't all, every get, Italian deli have to have a Big Dom sandwich? Well, most of them might already. That's a good point. Every single one of them's running some sort of eggplant parmesan hero special with uh, like extra mortadelle and mozz on it for Big Dom today. I still, uh, I, I can't understand how he's, and, and I'm glad that at least they threw him out too, but like how he's able to put his hands on a player in a football game uh, is, and what he's doing in, in that proximity to that play in that sideline is beyond me. I, I honestly, I can't understand it for the life of me. Uh, are the Bears security personnel like standing next to Matt Eberfus? And I've never really, maybe they don't look like Big Dom and they blend in more. Oh, I found a good one. All right, let's call. I think, they do, I think they do because uh, even when you watch college football games, there's always the state trooper not too far away from the head coach. But that's like at the end of the game, and like no, at least they're, that, they're there. At least that guy's a state trooper. They're like, in the what background. Is Big Dom doing exactly. Well, he's there. Unbelievable. To enforce. Unbelievable. I, the NFL officiating, you guys, they still don't know what it catches. Did you see the touchdown that they took off the board from Trey McBride in the Philly in the uh, the um, uh, Steeler game, the Steeler Cardinal game? What is happening? Are you they, sick of uh, having to review every single play every single time? I'm, I'm well, sick of it. I, I just wish that we would go back to, like, uh, you're playing in the backyard. You make a catch. We all know when someone makes a catch, right? Yes. Like, let, let's just go with that. If the, the nose of the football scrapes the grass, it's okay. Let's just move on with our lives. That, I'm sick of taking 10 minutes every single time a part of the football touches the ground. We know what a catch I, is. I, I thought we solved this. Years yeah. ago. I thought we solved this. They still don't know how to properly no. look at a play and say that's a catch. It's terrible. The play at the end of the Sunday night game last night, you know, the, the ridiculous call on Patrick Mahomes. Now, maybe you say, well, that's why the refs ate the flag on the P.I., but you really can't and shouldn't be doing that. Well, it balanced out. That's no way to adjudicate a game to officiate a, a, a game at this level. Are we crazy for expecting more out of these officials? The officiating is just terrible. Terrible in the NFL. It is absolutely terrible. And my guess is it's always been terrible. We just notice it now because we watch so closely and there's a million camera angles and we're constantly seeing it on social media and we're constantly debating it. My guess is it's always largely stunk. We just recognize it now more than ever. It is terrible. 312-332-3776. Uh, talk football with us. Thoughts from the weekend. Will anybody in the NFC beat San Francisco? 
we're getting to the point of the year where finally, I mean, we're rolling into week 14 for crying out loud. We're going to start to get an idea, and these next few weeks are important. Eagles have a huge game this weekend in week 14 uh, as they'll try to bounce back against the Cowboys in Dallas. You talk about a huge game for Dallas to try to make a statement. It'll be a huge game for Dallas, considering the way they let that one in Philly get away from them. They're about a three, three-and-a-half point favorite at home Sunday night in what should be a very good game in Week 14. We'll get into the Florida State stuff, college football, thoughts from the weekend, championship weekend, the quarterbacks we saw, um, some Bears-specific stuff I want to talk to the guys about. Ring us up. 312-332-3776. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. All right. Uh, I know it's not really a web poll anymore, but old habits die hard. Uh, the Twitter poll. It's on my timeline at Carmen DeFelco. You can vote there. Uh, who would you rather have on your sideline? Big Dom or Connor Stallions? I think Big Dom might run away with this one, you guys. He's already got 74% of the vote. I mean, it just went up, so we'll see. 312-332-ESPN if you want to join us. No Yurko today. He got stuck in Florida. Stuck. Using air quotes. Got stuck in Florida. He'll be back tomorrow, though. He said he promises. Chase is on the south side on ESPN 1000. Let's talk football. What up, Chase? What up, Car? What's how, going on? How are you, brother? I'm good. How are you doing? How was your weekend? It was good. It was very good. Oh, that's good. Hey, so <clears throat> I just want to say something, right? So I was listening to, you know, Captain J. Hood, and I was listening to Wild and Sylvie last week, and I heard a lot of people have been talking about, the, you know, the Jordan Love and how um, – because I, I, I was listening to you talking to um, – what's his name? The former Packers announcer. Uh, well, we talk- play for the Packers. We talked to you Mark Tauscher to- last week. Me and Waddle did, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I was, as I'm listening to this and I'm seeing how, saying maybe Green Bay got it right, and I just feel like, you know, are we such a, a fan base that's so loser fan base for the team that we're clinging on to Green Bay's demise? And I, I feel know. like, I know. I, you know, I mean, I understand, like, uh, no, I know Jordan Love may look like he might be the answer, but. I just feel like as a Bears fan, we got to worry about our own team. And as far as, like, do you think that the Bears was doing a good job as far as building this thing the right way and, 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 and building a good team and maybe hitting on a quarterback that we wouldn't be so clingy on to a Green Bay? Yes. As far as, you know what I mean? I because think you're 100% I like, right. Because I feel like if we can get it right with our, on our end, and let's say – we finally do things the right way as far as getting the right coach, yeah, yes. building the right team, and getting the, hitting the right with the quarterback. We wouldn't be so clingy about who cares with Green. Okay, so what if Jordan Love is good? So what? Who cares? Well, of course. If we build our team the, if we build our team the right way and build a, and get a consistent winner and get have a coaching staff that know how to develop talent, then we wouldn't even give a rep about what Green Bay Packers do. I mean, and any other teams do. No, I think you're right, Chase. There's a, you think Chiefs fans can worry, get wrapped up about what other quarterbacks do? Do you think Bills fans? Yeah. Do you think Eagles fans? Do you think even Dolphins exactly. fans probably at this point get wrapped exactly. up? In, no, we, I know. We, we can't. I mean, we cannot continue this path of, oh, yeah, Jordan Love is good. Oh, it's the end of the world. So what? Who cares? Yeah, well, let's I, build our team up right. If we build a good team and build a good defense and a quarterback that can throw for 300 yards a game, 
then who cares? It yeah. doesn't matter because yeah. we got a good quarterback too to go toe to toe with whoever quarterback we go up against. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Chase, thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah. Amen. I we're way too petty and 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 petulant about the whole thing. I'll admit it. I'm guilty of it. I was joking with Yurko and, and Waddle last week. In October, I was like, oh, thank goodness. Jordan Love doesn't look so good. And now over the last month, he's looked very good. I don't know. Maybe it still settles somewhere. You know, we're still going to see the, the peaks and valleys of a young quarterback. And we'll know as the data sample grows. We'll know much more a year from now. Right, guys? We'll know much more a year from now what he really is. The only benefit of all of this is that at, on, on Halloween, I figured uh, my Green Bay Packer over 7.5 ticket was dead. I'm like, there's no way. And now, especially after last night, especially after last night, they're 6-6. Six and six. They're a playoff team in the NFC. They still play the Bears. They play the Giants. Uh, do they play the Panthers, too, still? I gotta uh, refresh my memory. I believe so because I, I was do. looking at the Panthers' schedule and I mean, it seemed like, I, like now, they're not going to win again. Th- I need two more. Uh, they're going to get to eight. I, that's the only benefit that's come out of this. They still play Tampa. They play Carolina. They play the Bears. They play at the Giants this week. They're going to get to eight, I would think. So that's the only benefit of all this. Uh, they've won four or five. Okay, guys. Jordan Love, eight touchdowns, zero interceptions. His last three weeks. Since week nine. So we've got a pretty decent sample of weeks, guys. Since week nine. 28 quarterbacks with at least 100 plays in the NFL. 28. Jordan Love is QB3 in EPA plus completion percentage over expectation. Behind Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott. QB3. In a month's worth of data. Now, I could find you a month's worth of data where he sucked. So who knows? And I'm not, I'm not turning, we're not going to do a Justin versus a Jordan. We don't have to do that. But just Jordan Love. Last night was impressive, guys. And this was maybe the most impressive right here. Here come the Chiefs. Pressure's on. Love, throw. Enzo Watson. Oh, did he catch that? He did. But there is a flag down. What a grab by Christian Watson. That flag was on KC. That touchdown counted. And yeah, you need your you need your ballers to ball for you sometime, right? You need Christian Watson to make a great play. That was an unbelievable throw. That I was an to, unbelievable yeah, throw. It like, was great stuff like that. It's like, ugh. but I tend to agree with Chase in the fact that like oh. I would much prefer this rivalry to be an actual rivalry. Sure, it's than not, not going to get there. Not going to get there until the Bears get yeah. a quarterback. That like they as can long trust. as like I'm not worried about whether or not. Jordan Love is a great quarterback or not, or if Jared Goff actually can, you know, win a playoff game or not. Like, I don't care. That doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is that either Fields becomes the guy or the Bears select someone in this year's draft that is the guy that you can actually turn this into a rivalry and stop being the nail to their hammer. Yeah, yeah. That's all that matters. I know. I get it. But short of that, until it happens, like, we're left sort of being petty, going like, oh, I sure hope Jordan Love stinks. Now I don't know if he stinks. Salvatore's in Peoria. What's up, Salvatore? Sir, I, this big Dom, give me a break. This guy. I mean, look at all these idiots on the sidelines wearing their sunglasses. Big Dom. How many guys do we got to walk around with water bottles? I got a guy carrying four water bottles in two hands. He's spraying everybody. A, a player makes a catch. You've got 13 white guys running around, waving out of bounds. I mean, 
we're getting to the point where it's like I rewind the TV and I just watch some of these guys like jumping around, acting like buffoons on the sideline. I think it just needs to be the NFL needs to put their foot down. You don't need 300 people on the sideline. I'm going to start watching, Salvatore, to your point, how closely some of these guys are like in proximity to play game game action uh, uh, around the coaches. I want to pay closer attention. Uh, it's insane. Yeah, it's and, insane. and the, the league today, right, or even in the immediate aftermath of that yesterday, they got to say something. The Eagles like, dude, what are you doing? Like, why is your the director of team security putting his hands on a player in an NFL game? I don't care what's well, ha- that- I don't care what's happening with Drake Greenlaw and the other players are getting. Those are players. Let them the let them handle it. Let the officials though. handle it. Yes, yes, it's crazy. It just bothers me, man, because they. If you watch, like if the offensive player goes into the defensive sideline, I mean he is immediately surrounded. You see people throwing their arms around. You see. You know, all the players are subdued, and then you got some dorky white guy chirping at the players. It's, it's like, crazy. Come on, well, I don't care if he's on, white, fella. black. I don't care what color he is. I, right, know, the, whole, the whole thing is in it, the whole thing is insane. It was, and thanks, Salvatore. It was crazy in the moment. Crazy. Uh, Big Dom's uh, Connor Stallions is making a charge, guys. I just updated the Twitter poll. Well, people think that Connor Stallions actually helps you win. I guess, yeah, but. Who would you rather have on your sideline, Big Dom or Connor Stallions? It's now 59% for Big Dom, 41% for Connor Stallions. Did you guys see, speaking of stuff on the sideline, I can't remember which game I was watching yesterday. Which game was it where the poor guy, I think a guy in the chain game got yeah, his leg Yeah, it was broke. disgusting. It was yeah. disgusting, you guys. And I saw it. I his, saw his leg was going the wrong way. It was, <laughs> so, it was so gross. Yeah. I felt so bad for that guy. And he's like in agony. Again. He's writhing in pain. And you could see his leg just snapped Why in half. I'm like, oh, no. In the year of our Lord, 2023, are we using two guys holding two posts with a chain link Going across it to determine a well, first down. Well, what else down. would you use, though? Mach- Technology, bro! Oh, so you're saying it shouldn't even be there? Yeah, it shouldn't even but how, but, be. But it is an indicator for the players on the field to be able to look and you see. You can do whatever you want. Like, the fact that we still have to have, like, that that kind of stuff that's there. You could have people there, like, holding the thing if you want to and tell them where oh, to go. And you so have them set it there. Guy. But, like... I don't know. It it, to me, brutal. it just seems antiquated that you've still got two guys be like, hold on, we got to move the chains. It is also like, here comes many, the measurements. There's too many guys on the sidelines exactly. for crying out loud. There's Give, too much let nonsense. Let Big Dom hold the stick. Yeah, let Big Dom. He might as well. What else is he really doing there at that point? Let Big Dom hold on to it. More of your phone calls are coming up. 312-332-3776. Let's talk football. Yurko got stuck in Florida. He'll be back tomorrow. Maddie Refluce meets the media in a half hour. We'll carry it live here in your home for Bears football. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Knicks scrambles, fires the end zone, low throw, touchdown! Terrence Ferguson for the second time tonight. A fourth down touchdown, and here come the Ducks. What a game. What uh, a performance by the two quarterbacks. To me, uh, it was a lay it or don't play it. I'm glad I didn't play it, boys. I'm very glad I didn't play it. I said that on the odds call. I said, I think it's a lay it or don't play it game. Glad I chose to stay away. I thought Bo Nix was awesome. I thought Michael Penix was equally impressive, especially for an offense and a team and a quarterback that had been trending down in recent weeks. But that was uh, pretty epic. Think about their two meetings this year. Fantastic. The two Oregon-Washington meetings. 
Washington, of course, gets to go on. Uh, Oregon falls short. They'll play Liberty. That's kind of an interesting bowl game. We'll see who plays, who doesn't. Bo Nix, uh, in all likelihood, did cost himself a Heisman. We, caught, we did talk about that. We figured if they were going to hold on and win, that Bo Nix would have won it. He was the favorite, Jaden Daniels. Uh, I didn't even look at the odds over the weekend. There's too much other stuff going on. I have no skin in the game whatsoever. We'll see this weekend, but I would think it'll now go to Jaden Daniels. But even though he threw an interception, I walked away very impressed with Bo Nix. Abdallah's been saying for weeks, Bo Nix, Bo Nix, it's probably the the quarterback whose stock has risen most. A lot of people want to make the Justin Herbert comparisons. He's not quite as big, and I don't think anybody's got quite the arm Justin Herbert has. Look, I love Justin Herbert coming out of college, and it's probably why I cling to him so much now. I've always been very much on the Justin Herbert train because from his rookie year, it was pretty evident that, yeah, this kid's got it. He's good. Is he elite? No, I don't think it's fair to say that. I don't think he's won enough. And maybe we give these guys sometimes a little bit too much blame. I don't know. I mean, they're the quarterback. Like, it is, it is, it's, it's the quarterback. you got to win more. And he just hasn't won enough. They didn't score a touchdown this week. Granted, that offense right now with the hobbled Keenan Allen and all the other issues that they have, the right side of that line is terrible. He's got no Mike Williams. Quentin Johnson can't get away from anybody. I, it, that's not trending in a good direction. I've always been huge on Justin Herbert, though, because I liked him so much coming out of Oregon. Um, I thought he was going to be the most exceptional out of that class. I don't know that I feel the exact same way, but rewatching Saturday morning, the Oregon stuff, and just watching Bo Nix, it is very impressive. Um, oh, he hung up. Somebody wanted to talk about. Uh, somebody wanted to talk about Bo Nix, but he hung up. A three one two three three two three seven seven six is the number. Go to line seven. Line seven. Oh, the good kid landed. There he is, Yurko. What's up, kid? How are you, handsome? Oh boy, I tell you, unprecedented fog in Fort Myers for the first time. <laughs> the guy lived there twenty eight years. He said he's never seen that in his uh-huh. life. Really? Oh. Yeah, convenient. Yeah. Are you sure you didn't just change your uh, flight yesterday? Or? Dude, <laughs> listen, we were in a buggy. Actually, the flight stayed the same. It was just late five hours. Oh, man. So we get up. We're in a limo on the way. Not the limo, but a car, a town car. Yeah. We're on the way to the airport, and then all of a sudden it starts pinging on the phones that, hey, your flight's delayed. That's the worst. You were up at, like, 3 in the morning, too, right? Yeah, but it wasn't that bad. You know, we got back right away, and and you went to sleep. And originally I was going to get in at 1140, and then they delayed it again and then delayed it a little bit more, and then it was a little late getting off the tarmac, and the next thing you know, uh, 11.40 arrival moves back to 12.35. So. What are you going to do? Well, you know, you, what, what are you going to do, Carmen? You've been there. You know how it's like. I've been there. I know what it's like. There's yeah. no point in driving down here now. Go home. Rest up. That's uh, what, I mean, that's what I'm going to do. You know, the, the shock. I was in Florida. Florida State got screwed. You think so? You know? Do I think so? You and Black, uh, Unpre- you and Black agree. Abdal and I disagree. Un- it's unprecedented. Do you understand what happened here yesterday? I do. Unprecedented. I know. Uh, uh, top five. They didn't play a uh, tough night conference. Didn't they play LSU? They played LSU. They, uh, yes, they, they played LSU. I mean, uh, they, I mean, played LSU with, they played LSU with Jordan Daniels. Right. And all of a sudden, because Alabama beat Travis, Georgia by me. three, Jordan that all of a sudden legitimizes Texas? Well, Come well, on. That legitimizes what the hell is going on? Well, what the hell in the hog's ass is going on here? Who's the guy making decisions up top? The best single win of the season might be Texas's win in Tuscaloosa. Might be the best single win of the season. 
They they put up 700 yards of offense on Oklahoma State on Saturday. So, Yurko, you're arguing it's for... 700 yards of offense. Hold on. You're Carmen, arguing that Florida Carmen, State... Carmen, Alabama, my argument is they did something that was unprecedented. Oh, you you think, had a 13-0 uh, team. Oh, so maybe 13 Alabama. 13-0 okay. team. So you don't okay. think Texas... But I mean, you, you agree Texas should be in, right? And Do you agree? I, I, and then they dropped Georgia. No team that's ever been number one that's lost in the championship game by three wow. has been denied, it, been denied the opportunity... To play. Well, I, I, I said this on the odds couple on, on Friday. Uh, I had a feeling if Georgia was going to lose that they weren't going to be in. I'm, the resume is just not as impressive this yeah. year. Well, so I had a feeling. Schedule. So yeah, do you, you think FSU do you, do you think FSU should have been in over Bama? Would that have been your pick? There, there is no reason in the world Florida State is not in there except for some sort of bias that's out well, there. Well, because the quarterback got hurt. That's the bias. I well, think that, you're right. It doesn't matter. This isn't NCAA basketball. This isn't NCAA basketball. you got 64 teams, and you want to exclude a team because their, uh, their championship point guard is eliminated. It's not how this works. It's not It's football. This is basketball. It's the, he's the most important player, though, you could argue. This, this is dumb. Who's the guy that's got the undue influence in that room? I don't know. That's the guy that needs to be eliminated. I, Whoever I don't he know. Is. That's a good question. I don't know. What, did that, what do you think the conversations were like? Was it? And if it's the television partners that got too much of a say, so they've got to go. I can right tell you guys the what the door. conversations were if you want to know. Yeah. You, you can what? I can tell you the, the conversations because they put out the transcript from the um yeah, the what do you call it? The uh the thing. They basically yeah. said that in the eyes of the committee, Florida State is a different team without Jordan Travis. Yeah. One of the things we do consider yeah. is player availability, and our job is Garbage. to rank the best teams. And in the final Garbage. decision, looking at that is that Alabama at four and Florida State at five. There you go. They're yeah. telling Garbage. you. It's what we all assume. What's his name? Boo Cleveland or something? Cleveland. Boo? Is it Boo? His first name's Boo. Yeah, it's Boo something. He was on you the know, show yesterday. Never, don't ever trust anybody named Boo. I Boo Cor- be Cor- I agree. Boo Corrigan. Boo Williams. All the Boos. <laughs> don't trust anybody named Boo. Chris is right. That's a, that's a big problem they have. All right, so you're fired up. You want What else from the weekend? Real quick, before we let you no, go. What, no, no, it's good NFL action. Solid stuff that's out there. Like, what's your you big know, takeaway from NFL this weekend? Anything? Frisco's tough. Yeah, I agree. They're pretty Frisco's good. tough. And how does Indy keep winning games? I don't I mean, know, what dude. What are they doing? I don't know. I mean, Smoking mirrors down there. They still find ways to win. They might. Tennessee's not very good, but like you look at their schedule too, York. They're going to like maybe go to the playoffs with Gardner yeah. Minshew. I'm telling you, it's a very mediocre NFL. That's yeah. why there's always a chance for you to make the playoffs in the NFL. You may not be a legitimate Super Bowl threat. But you get a chance to make your people feel good, yeah. and then you're going to build forever. You're going to build forever. Yeah. That's, what you, that's what you want to be able to do. That's why I thought the Bears might have a shot this year. Mm. Oh, the first four games, they crapped the bed. But let's see what the Bears do the rest of the way out. Um, I still think uh, I, I'm excited about the Bears coming into this week. Man. Okay. I'm feeling good. Right. Detroit coming to town. I'm excited. The, 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 everybody's scoring on Detroit now, too. Yeah, They held on yeah. yesterday. All right, uh, get home safe, and then we'll, we'll see you tomorrow. All right, boys, be safe. All right, and I'm not so upset at college football. I just, that's a legitimate gripe for us. And I was in Florida. So the FSU fans are legitimately complaining. You're, you're, you've got every right to be fired up about it if that's the way you feel. I know Black's fired up about it too. So we'll see you tomorrow. We'll we'll, we'll continue the debate tomorrow. All right, boys. Yurko, Yurko, Yurko. Yeah. Roll tide. Soon. Yeah, I'm going to go get some wieners and enjoy them for you, kid. All right, goodbye. <laughs> uh, Mark in Lincoln Park, I think, agrees with Black and Yurko. What's up, Mark? 
What's up, Carm? Way to drive the show all by yourself until your came in. That was great. Thanks, buddy. Um, I, I called Adam specifically. I wasn't sure I was going to get on because I know I fall on the opposite side of him, and now <laughs> obviously you. But uh, if you watch that college football selection committee, the spin on that guy, the chair, mm. it was amazing. He's breaking it down to a singular player in football. He is. Florida you're you're right. Defense. Wait, give me a second. Yeah, go ahead. Hang up. Florida State's defense is phenomenal, mm-hmm. and they adjusted as a team, and they won. That's how football works. I'm with Yerk 100%. They're calling out because a quarterback is out that it's going to change. Baloney. I wish you would have just said, hey, there's going to be an SEC school in here for ratings, period. Anyway, at the end of mm-hmm. his spin, the next question to him was, how happy or how do you feel about Jim Harbaugh coming back? And he's like, oh, it's great. That team really adjusted with Shaman Moore as their head coach for six of the six games. But he, if he hears his hypocrisy, the team adjusted. The mm. team adjusted to a different head coach. The team can adjust to a different quarterback. There's no way Florida State should have been relegated out of that. The fourth team, you can argue, I just wish he would have said, hey, one SEC school is going to fill one of the four slots. Everybody else, it's up for you. Hmm. It's all about ratings and money at this point. It's got to be. Yeah, and you had all the got, and you had all the SEC so coaches suspected. like lobbying leading up to it about you know like Kirby and yeah. Saban and others talking about well, there's no way you could keep the SEC out. You know, and all, they all bent the knee to Nick yeah. Saban, and he that that guy got his <laughs> damn team in there. And um, I know Alabama, I know Adam loves him. I know they're huge. If Bobby Bowden was still at Florida State, which is a long time ago, Carmen, interesting. Florida question. State would have been in. That's an he interesting question. In. Yeah. All right, Margie, I, I love the passion. Thank you. We can. I think this will be one of the more hot-button topics for the next couple of days. So if you're fired up about it, uh, and when we come back, Yurko vented, Mark vented. I know Black's hot about it. 312-332-3776 is the number. It's probably the biggest football story of the weekend, right, guys? I mean, not not probably. I mean, oh, absolutely. It, it, it absolutely, is. It absolutely is the biggest is. football story of the weekend. And I, I had a feeling it was coming. I think a lot of us did. Had Bama won, it would have been even crazier if Oregon had won because then there would have been, you know, one lost Oregon, one lost Washington. That worked itself out Friday night with the great Washington game. But uh, I had a feeling it was coming if Texas was going to hold on and win, and they won convincingly. I know Oklahoma State's not great. Um, if Bama had won, I knew we were coming to this. So Black uh, will sound off about, uh, you know, why he thinks it's unjust. And if you got thoughts on it, feel free. Three one two three three two ESPN because it is the biggest football story from the weekend without a doubt. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN one thousand. And maybe it was all the public lobbying, all the public pressure from the Nick Sabins and the Kirby Smarts and the others. Or you'd be insane to leave an SEC team out. Some of us wanted chaos. I know I did. We got it. Bama wins. George is out. I uh, had a feeling that was going to happen. I said it on our edition of The Odds Couple that Mike and I taped when we had Luke Pergandy on. If you listen to the podcast and the show over the weekend, I had a feeling if Georgia was going to lose that they were going to be out, even in a three-point game. And I thought certainly had they been, getting, had they been blown out, not that I thought that was going to happen, but I had a feeling Georgia was going to be on the outside. Um, the Texas taking care of business earlier in the day, that uh, sort of definitely felt inevitable for SFU. Did they get screwed? Maybe. Uh, Bama's got wins this year against Ole Miss, Tennessee, LSU, and Georgia. It's pretty impressive. And boy, have they been good lately. Chris, why are you so fired up? Same way, uh, same reasons Yurko kind of? 
about LSU, about Florida State, excuse me? Yeah, I just I don't see how you can win a Power 5 conference and go undefeated and be left out of this conversation. I, I think that's where we enter this territory of uh, this is clearly done for TV ratings and for reasons outside of what takes place on the field. And if people have a problem with winning ugly, then I have no use for you in my football community. <laughs> Seriously, I'm so sick of everyone talking about bad football. Well, guess what? Don't watch the football. I enjoy all flavors of football. And if someone can adjust and continue to win games with their defense, I think it's notable. And I think this the, the whole conversation about them missing their quarterback is just so asinine because go back to the first college football playoff. You know who won the first college football playoff? Ohio State won the first college football playoff with who? Cardell Jones starting at quarterback, who was their third string quarterback. That's true. So do you say that because they don't have their first string quarterback, they can't win the national championship? Then why even play the games? It should just be a television show each week. And if you don't have a fancy enough, a sexy enough offense, you don't get to participate. Congratulations to the SEC. You're not worthy this year. For once, you're not. Florida State should be in. Texas should be in because Texas had the best win over Alabama, and that should be that. I'm sorry. I can't see what I saw yesterday and take anything else from it than just assuming that playing football on the field does not matter. You won a Power 5 conference undefeated, and you're not in. It's just psychotic. The entire thing is completely botched. It is almost impossible to believe, and it is only going to happen in this weird circumstance where they lost their quarterback. There's no other circumstance where it would ever happen. It's just so asinine because, say, you have your starting quarterback, but he's played poorly. Well, you're not the same team. Clearly, they're not the same team. Like, like whatever, Boo, uh, what was his name? Boo Cleveland? Boo Boo Radley. Okay, okay, so... Like, they're not the same team. Okay, well, not every single... Like, what happened to Alabama the day that they lost to Texas? They weren't the same team, were they? No, they were not. They lost a football They've game. They've been much better since. Here's the difference. Florida State has found a way to win games, even though it hasn't looked perfect. That That's life. Especially and I the last think, two weeks. I think some of the best moments in sports come from the unexpected. If you're if you're not allowing that to take place, then why even do it? What if they what if they would have well, been in that game? Now I know you're what you're saying. Well, well, we don't know. What if they were go into that game they lose forty one to three? What what do we get out of that then? Okay, we saw a terrible national championship game last yeah, year. Yeah, we saw a terrible one. I mean, year. like I I can that guarantee you, Florida State would put up a better fight than TCU did. Touche. I defend that, my that honor here terrible. for a second. That was can terrible. I defend my your honor? honor I'm not talking. I'm talking to Carmen. Defend my honor for a second here. <laughs> you're defensive because your two, team got into a playoff that they shouldn't be in. That's why you're defensive. There's a lot of things that can be true here at the same time right florida state explain florida, explain ohio state in the first college football playoff okay third string care. quarterback can i am i gonna get i didn't interrupt you am i gonna get to talk here or are you just gonna I, talk over me i can't wait for six to like eight some, tonight like some spitting out your sandwich college football fan into people's faces here we go a lot of things can be true florida state absolutely got screwed and i'm sorry you got screwed and all the people that are all of a sudden fans of florida state i'm sorry second of all if georgia would have taken care of business I don't think people would be as mad if Texas got in over Alabama. It's the fact that it's Nick Saban in Alabama. People are mad about it because, yeah, it God be. forbid, Nick Saban in Alabama, one of the best teams in the country, get in. And going back to the best teams in the country, it's not the committee's job to just hand out spots. That's why they're a committee. They pick the four best teams. And right now, I don't care what they did. Because, fine, you want an undefeated conference champion? Put Liberty in there. Put Liberty no, in. No, and let's you're doing, see what you're they doing do. something else. No. 
talk, talk about the real conversation. On, That's the nonsense. Four best teams You're being in nonsensical. Football right now are no. in the college football playoff. That's who they are. Without Jordan so why, Travis, now, they're now, not now, one of the best teams in college now, football. Now that's what I think, but I guess like, like Chris's argument, anybody else's. Well, what the hell's the regular season yeah, for? Yeah, don't play then. I do think the four best because teams are in. I could even make an argument that maybe Oregon with two losses because is better than Alabama one of those teams. Alabama didn't but. play the game and pull out a game out of their you-know-whats against Auburn and didn't beat Georgia on the field, they wouldn't be in this position. So, yes, the games matter. None of this would have mattered if they don't. If Auburn just gets them off the yeah, field. Think be about mad that. at Auburn. Be mad at don't Auburn. Don't be mad at me. If, no, Auburn can, first of all, if Auburn can get them off the field on fourth and 31, none of this even matters. My entire Crazy. point is true because Abdallah's all hot and bothered in his feels because he knows Alabama. Got feels. away with no, mm-hmm. because you I'm could say the feels. same thing for Texas. Texas is a one loss team. When I turn Either on one the of TV them. On January first, guess who's playing? Alabama and Michigan. Louder Doesn't guy. Matter. I know. Here, here's the deal. You should say Florida State should be three. So your debate of dollars should be between Texas and Alabama. Enjoy. That's fine. That's what the BCS did. You want to go back to the BCS? The BCS put Michigan, Washington, Alabama, Florida State. BCS ain't wrong. Yeah, that was the BCS is how they yes. finished this year. It ain't yes. wrong. Yeah, we hated the BCS when it was around. Marty in Arlington Heights has an interesting theory. Go ahead, Marty. Hey, guys, uh, what happens if the NCAA just put Alabama in because Alabama is a better matchup than Florida State against Michigan and the NCAA doesn't want Harbaugh to win a title? That's a pretty interesting little – I like that theory, Marty. Way to go, Marty. Way to bring it. They put him in because they figure Bama's going to beat Michigan. Michigan's the one-and-a-half-point favorite. I love it. Viking Scott and Crown Point. Scotty, what's up? Well, real quick before I get to that, I got a, I think, a good argument. Just because of that Joshua Dobbs performance, I'm going to hook up with Yurko and get you guys Munster Donuts, my treat, obligated. Good. Because it brought me back to memories of that playoff loss when you had to start Joe Webb because Christian Ponder got hurt. And yeah. I, most people probably remember that game. Yeah. He was 10 of like 30 for like 160 yards. Just so just because I'm donuts. obligated to treat you guys to Munster Donuts, Thank I'll hook you. up with Yurko for this week. Good. Okay. Thank you. But here's my Florida State argument. The system is flawed. Here's why. If you want to tell me the four best teams are in, how could you say that? Because a week ago Saturday, just nine days ago, Alabama's on the field against Auburn. I know. The same Auburn team that lost at home to New Mexico State, <laughs> 31-10. Jerry killed so you need to tell me now. Well, yeah, but also because a, month they ago, beat Georgia, a month ago, Florida State barely survived Boston College. So what do we do? Listen, that was listen with up Jordan here. Travis. There's some more reasoning behind this Mr. Bama roll tied. Nick Saban's uncle's on the board. But anyway, let's just finish this. So anyway, dead. Florida State schedules two SEC conference schools. So the tiebreaker between Alabama and Florida State, they beat LSU on a neutral side, beat Florida at Florida, two conference foes for Alabama. And at the same time, you're going to tell me that best four. And here's the other thing I don't think they took into consideration. They played that game Saturday with their third-string quarterback. You knew because of concussion, the second stringer, who they only saw for one game at Florida, Hard place, interstate rival. He was going to be back for the game. It's a complete travesty as a college football fan. Once again, I have no skin in the game. I had no no futures on any one of these teams. They hosed it, and it's because of the SEC bias and no other reason. All right, Scotty. Just get us those donuts this week. Thanks, buddy. I love this. I love it. I wanted cast. We got it, boys. This is great. We're going to be yeah, fighting with and, each other all week. And guess Blacking what? Dollars, six to eight tonight's going to be fantastic. Guess what? Next year, not going to matter. No, because they're well, but it well, matters because they ruined the sport. So that'll be the second 
Topic to tonight is how college football is ruined forever. Yeah. There you go. Oh, don't be no, a it is. It is. Because it is. Wait, you wait, saw this Friday was fun. Saturday is not going to matter. This is fun, well, but that, it doesn't that's matter. True. That's every true. game, crap. Is every playoff it's all game, crap. the Pac-12 championship game, the SEC championship game, it was, uh, none it was of it's going to matter because they're all going to get in. It's all crap. That was true. That's the argument against expansion. That's because the one Friday thing we, Saturday Chris and I are going to agree on tonight, that this is ruined. Friday and Saturday were awesome. I mean, Saturday, that Friday, the Washington... You could argue the two best games of the year were the two Oregon uh, yes. Washington matchups. Absolutely. They phenomenal. Would, they both would get in now. And they were both, yeah, I know they will. And they were phenomenal. All right, big takeaways from the weekend, college or pro. Ring us up. We'll grab more of your calls. We've got an hour. Yurko's gone. You just heard from him. He got back late from Florida. He'll be back tomorrow. But Black and Abdallah are here. We'll carry Matt Eberflus when he steps to the podium uh, here on your home for the Bears. We're back in two minutes.